Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. You're such a loving God. You're such a precious Father. And God, you have your intention to speak to your people, to give them direction. When you were taking the children of Israel to the promised land, you told them, I'm taking you to a land that is flowing with milk and honey. And when you begin to talk to us, this dimension again, oh God, that shows that there is something you want to do. And God, just as we see that not everybody enter into the promised land, not because you never said it, not because you didn't speak into the existence that which you intend to do, but because the people never had the heart of faith to enter into the promised land of what you promised. We pray in this morning that our heart will not be in that dimension. We will stay in what you're saying, but we have the faith to enter into the land that you promised our 2023 in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, precious Father, in Jesus' name. Okay, so we're going to go straight to verse number one, and I would like us to read from my Amplified Translation. <clears throat> Amplified Translation. He said, arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Can I hear an amen to that? The Lord is urging you to arise from the realm of depression and prostration in which circumstances has kept you. Rise to a new life. Can I hear an amen? You got to rise to a new life. In 2023, God is saying you need to rise toward a new life. No more depression. No more prostration. Whatever thing that has kept you low, the Lord is saying arise out of it. That means he's giving you an assignment and you've got to take the assignment serious. It is you that need to arise. It is you that need to arise from that realm of depression, that realm of frustration. And he said, when you arise, there is something I want to do about in your life and through you. Amen? Arise to a new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory of the Lord. Your shining is going to be with what? The glory of the Lord. That means his glory will come upon your life. Amen. For your light has come. Praise God. And the glory of the Lord has risen where? Upon you. He said arise. Don't sit down with God's glory. Don't oppress and depress God's glory. With the spirit of depression. The glory have risen upon you, therefore you got to shine. Amen? Verse 2 says, For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and dense darkness of the people, but the Lord shall arise upon you. Okay, this is it. And his glory shall be seen upon you. Verse 3. Nations shall come to your light. 
and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes round about you and see they all gather themselves together they come to you your son shall come from afar and your daughter shall be carried and nursed in the arms then you shall see and be radiant and your heart shall thrill amen and tremble with joy of the glorious deliverance and be enlarged because the abundant wealth of the dead sea shall be turned to you. Until you shall the nations come with treasure. A multitude of camels from the eastern trading tribes shall cover you, KDCC. The young camels of Midian and Ephah, all the men from Sheba, who came once came to trade, shall come bringing gold and frankincense and proclaiming what? The praises of the Lord. Verse 7. And the flocks of Kedah shall be gathered to you. As the eastern pastoral tribes join the trading tribes, the rams of Nabioch shall minister to you. They shall come up with acceptance on my altar and my glorious house I will glorify. Praise the living God. Now I want to give you the significance of this prophecy so that you can know how to run with it. I need to give you the significance of this prophecy. I need to give you some highlights on this prophetic word that the Lord is giving to us. It's important you pay close attention and at the end, First Timothy 1, I'm going to make you see that. That you wore a good warfare with the word that the Lord is giving to you. Your prayer should be centered on what God has spoken, not what you're saying. Your prayer this year is going to be centered on this passage. If you care, pick it up individually. Go back reading it all through. Pick out the very area that I'm ministering to you. And keep on worrying a good warfare with that. Amen. Now, to show you some of the significance of this passage, the major thing here is verse 1 to 3 tells us why you must arrive. He's speaking about the Lord's redeeming work. He wants to bring you from the realm of depression, from the realm of prostration, from a low estate. He wants to redeem you. Hallelujah. So he speaks about the redeeming work. The light you see that speaks of the blessings of the Lord, which falls upon those to whom this prophecy is directed. When say rejoice, I mean arise for the glory of the Lord is come upon you. The light of the Lord is a blessing of the Lord that has come upon his people. And God is saying, this year there is a unique blessing I'm going to bring upon your life. Hallelujah. And so, with that, you're going to shine forth a spiritual light to the nations. The good thing about this message is this. The light comes upon you and it reflects outside of you to the rest of the people. Men are going to come to you, as we're going to see later, by reason of this light that's going to be seen upon your life. By implication, whatever it's supposed to be, 
Even if this contract, men are going to call you to have your contract signed. Hallelujah. It reveals the word and the glory of God to his people. The verse 1 and 3. Verse 1 to 3 is so important. He wants to redeem those who are depressed. He wants to redeem those who are oppressed. He wants to redeem those who are prostrated. He wants to redeem those who feel so sad about life. And he said, I'm giving you a new light. Hallelujah. And this light is my blessing for you. And so when he begins to talk to us from verse 7, we go to Steve from the top. Why he's doing what he's doing? What he's saying? Because this verse 1 to 3 down to verse 6 is a prelude to verse number 7. He's saying when this thing begins to happen, then I'll glorify the house of my glory. You are his house. You are his temple. Kedis is his dwelling place. Hallelujah. I will glorify the house of my glory. But for that to happen, this is what I intend to do. I want to redeem you. I want to take you to myself. I want to bring light to shine upon you. And this your light shall be a radiant light that other people will see. It's a light that will attract the things ordinarily maybe you don't even pray for. Can I hear an amen? amen. One of the good things that God intends you to do this year is so winning. When this light begins to shine out, he said, man, will begin to come to you. So the key point God is directing us, okay, to observe again is that we should be positioning ourselves this year for soul winning. It is how the light begins to shine forth that men come saying. The light is not for you to conceal it. The light is for you to shine around the place. Those who are in darkness are those who need to be saved. Those who are in darkness, like I said, gross darkness shall cover the earth and cover the people. These are the people that need the light. By implication, the light that God is going to give to you is a light that will cause more people to come unto the Lord. Can I hear any man? Praise the Lord. So here we find that you, KDCC, as individual, you're going to be instrumental in removing darkness that are in the hearts of the people. When your light shines forth, those in darkness begin to see light. The light is not for you to conceal it. Don't forget this. You are rising. You are coming out of depression. You are coming to the place of glory. You are coming to the place of light. His blessings are coming upon you. But one thing is needful. When these blessings and the glory comes, it is for you to get other people to come into the light. He wants you to shine the light. He wants you to make manifest the glory of the Lord to people who sit in darkness. The purpose of his calling on your life this year is that you be committed to soul winning. Praise the living God. Are you there? Look at Isaiah chapter 29 verse 17. Isaiah 29 verse 17 to 18. I'll just show you something here concerning the light. Into a fruitful field. And the fruitful field esteem as a forest. Small people are becoming great people. Hallelujah. Look at the next verse. And in that day shall the deaf hear the words of the book. And out of obscurity and gloom and darkness, the eyes of the blind shall do what? Shall see. There's the purpose of the light. Are you following me? Are we here? This is the purpose of the light. When the light comes, you're going to call men that are blind men that cannot see to do what? To see. 
Men that are in obscurity, they come into the light. I'm saying it's emphatic what God is trying to talk to us about. I said, this is my commission for you this year. You're going to be committed to soul winning. You're going to be committed to turning men from darkness to light. You're going to be committed to making those who are blind spiritually to see, those who are dumb to hear. It is your responsibility as my light comes upon your life. Are you ready for that? Look at the next thing. John chapter 12, look at verse 35. Remember, Jesus, the Bible says, is the light of the world. Then Jesus, okay, King James is okay. Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk here while you have the light. Let darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not without what he goeth. He was the light. What was he doing? He was turning men from darkness what? unto light. The purpose of light coming upon your life is to call more people to come into the light. Are you ready for that? Praise the living God. So that's what the Lord is trying to make us see here. So when the Lord visits his house, when the Lord said, I am coming with my light, is to cause the house to live among his people. I mean, it's coming to live among his people. Then the nations, other people, will begin to be attracted to the light of this glory. Amen? Hallelujah. Men will begin to be attracted to the light of this glory. Let's look at it. Go back to Isaiah 60. Let's look at verse 19 and 20. 19 and 20. Isaiah 60, 19 and 20. Praise the Lord. The sun shall be no more that light by day, neither for brightness shall the moon give light unto thee. But the Lord shall be upon thee an everlasting light. Can I hear an amen? And thy God, what? Thy glory. You know what it's trying to say here? Natural situation will not be the one that exalts you. Natural condition will not rule you anymore. The sun and the moon speaks of natural atmosphere. I am saying the economic situation is not going to control your life in 2023. The Lord himself shall be what? Your glory. Glory speaks of works. And I want you to get that. Praise the living God. God himself shall be your light. You shall not be controlled by natural circumstances. No matter what is going on, God is assuring you he's going to be by you and I can speak to you prophetically that your finances is going to receive a boost. Praise the living God. Then the nation shall be attracted to you. Like you find in verse number two. Why? Because the light that you are carrying on, the glory with which you are walking, is the glory of the Lord. He wants you positioned this year so that he can manifest himself through you. Hard times shall not be counted among you. Difficult times shall not be named among you. Depression shall not be in your vocabulary. Prostration shall not be in your vocabulary. God is changing situations. 
It's a promise and it will bring it to pass. Amen? What is the purpose of these words? We're going to move on a little bit. Isaiah 60, verse 4 to 9. Look at that again. Lift up your eyes round about and see. All they gathered themselves together. They came to thee. The son shall come from afar. And the daughter shall do what? Be nursed either side. Natural. For those of us who are looking for children. Take this scripture. Believe in it. And let it come to pass. In your life. Hallelujah. Spiritually speaking, there are people who should let you fly better into the spirit who are not in the fold right now. God said they are going to be coming to you. You're going to gather people who are sons and daughters who are not here with you now, but God is going to bring them alongside. Hallelujah. The next verse says, then thou shalt see and flow together and the heart shall fear and be enlarged because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee. Can I hear an amen? The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto you. What is the forces of the Gentiles? The words. The wealth of the nations. The wealth of unbelievers. Men, God is going to prosper you this year. The words, when he said the forces of the Gentiles, may the words of the Gentiles, he said they are going to be coming to you. He is bringing them. He wants to send them a message. 2018, when I was in the U.S., I attended the meeting of Bewiston. Some of you know him. I went to the church, and there was a lady that was giving a testimony. A member of the church went on a mission in Latin America, somewhere there. And this particular day, she was ministering and speaking to people. Somebody who is not a believer came to her and brought his wallet, gave him his debit card, and he said, listen to me, I don't know what is happening to me, but I think you need money. This is my card. This is the pin to my card. Go to the ATM. Any amount you want, withdraw it and return my card to me. The man didn't know the woman any day. He said, something just asked me to come to you. The woman was a missionary. And he brought the wallet and gave the card to this woman and gave this woman the pin. He said, I'm going to play golf right now. When you are done, Return my card to me. Think about that. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto you. When you are doing what you are supposed to do, when you are committed this year to seeing that soul someone, to seeing that the blessing of God is meant for the house of God, the forces of the Gentiles shall come unto you. Are you listening to me? He wants to open a door that no man can open. 
And when they open this door, no man can shut it. So your financial doors is being opened. Hallelujah. You know, in Revelation 21, we may not be able to get there, but the Bible tells us that the gate of the city shall not be shut. Why? Because people are continuously going to be coming in. They're coming with resources. They're coming with abundance. Let's look at the next verse. Verse number six. And he said, The multitude of the camels shall come, I mean, shall cover thee. The drumzeri of Midian and Haifa, and all the from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense, and they shall show forth the praises of, of the Lord. With their resources, they are going to show for the praises of the Lord. And they are coming to you. You are the custodian of God's resources this season that we are entering into. Are you following me? Praise the living God. What's the next verse? And all the flocks of Kedah shall be gathered together. Unto thee, can I hear the men again? The rams of Nabaoth. I'm going to share something a little bit. How many of you know? Nabaoth has to be one of the child of Ishmael. Now he's coming to Jerusalem. There's a place of reconciliation. Hallelujah. Come on, are you following what I'm talking about? Praise God. Anyway, I'll touch that so that you can see that. And so, listen, this one I'm talking about, this side is not going to be a barrier. Men shall call you from afar. Men shall call you from afar. You're going to be getting some calls that you least expected because they just want to bless you. Why? The light of the glory of the Lord has risen upon you and he wants to glorify the house of his glory. Praise the living God. So, just move to verse 9 and then I'll come back again. Verse 9 and says, Surely the eye shall wait for me and the sheep of Tarshish first to bring thy son from afar their silver and their gold with them unto the name of the Lord their God and to the Holy Word of Israel because he hath done what? Glorify the house of his glory. Because he has glorified thee. Men shall come from afar. This year we proclaim it. Every ministration you gave out, men will listen to you. Everyone you invite to serve this year, they will follow you. Your son shall come from afar. All persons that are supposed to relate to this ministry, they are going to come without struggle this year. Hallelujah. And so there will be rejoicing. There will be gladness. That's why you read in Psalm 110, I mean 110 verse 3. Thy people shall be willing in the days of thy power and the beauties of holiness from the womb of the morning thou has a due of thy youth. Praise the living God. Amen? So, men are going to bring the works and you also, you're going to be wealthy. Can I hear any men? You're going to be wealthy. What God did some years back is going to do again this year. You see, when we built this house, 
We never sweated to build this house, this temple. I mean, if you remember, it was not a struggle to build this house. We didn't, we didn't ask for donations from anywhere in the world to build this temple. Is that okay? We never pick a phone to call anybody to say, we are building, therefore support us. We never did that. The God who did that for us is going to repeat it this season. Praise the living God. That same God who did that. We never did launching in this house. Building, fund, launching. There was no launching in this house until we put this structure in place. God is going to repeat it this year. Be ready, somebody. Be ready. I say, be ready, somebody. Money is going to come to your hand. You are going to be happy again. For the days of depression is over. Hallelujah. I say, hallelujah. Glory to God. You have the type of weather coming. Hallelujah. Reading that passage, you have gold, you have incense, you have flocks, you have silver, all manner of wealth, all types of wealth, they're going to be coming your way. That which you can handle will surely come your way. That which you can manage will surely come your way. Are you still there with me? This is God's word and we're going to stand by it. Amen? All right. So we talk about the Midians that are going to bring this. The South Sea, the Dead Sea, the Midianite, the Ephraite. And like I said, the Nabot, the Nabot actually supposed to be the children of Ishmael. You know, um, go with me. Let me just show that to you. Genesis 25 verse 13. <laughs> Genesis 25 verse 13. And these are the names of the sons of Ishmael. By their names, according to the generation, the fallen of Ishmael, Nabaoth, and Kadeh, and Alder, and Misham. So then Nabaoth there is what you see. And the Lord say, even Nabaoth is going to bring what? Resources to Jerusalem. Why? Because God has glorified what? The house of his glory. Those who are your enemies, they are going to minister to you. They won't know why they are going to do it, but they are going to do it. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? You don't have no enemy this time around because of what God wants to do. Because even the people who are supposed to be your enemy, they are the ones that are going to stand out to begin to do what? To minister to you. The Ishmaelites were not bringing things to Jerusalem. They were supposed to be opposed, if you will, to Isaac camp, which has to do with Jerusalem. Are you following what I'm talking about now? But now they were the same people. Why were they doing that? Because God have glorified what? The house of his glory. So when God glorifies you, you have no enemy. For even your strongest enemy will be the one to minister substance to your life. I'm saying substance are coming to you. Whatever you can handle this year, God will let you have it. Elijah for your capacity. Ability to manage resources. Because he that is faithful in little shall be faithful in much. Hallelujah. So whatever you can manage is going to come your way. 
There will be no struggle. No. Whatever you can manage, the Lord is going to release it to you. Elijah for your capacity. For even your strongest enemies, they are already by the gate to bring to your home, to bring to your wallet, to bring that which you need. They are going to come. You have no enemy this time around. Why? Because the Lord has glorified the house of his glory. Praise the living God. Sheep from Tarshish will bring not only riches, but what? Israelites that are lost, that were in slavery. Then again we say, as many as Lord has ordained to be part of this ministry, this year they are going to come. Are you here with me? Everyone the God has ordained to be part of KDCC internationally, whatever the case may be, this year they are going to locate their houses. I remember when we were on the other side, somebody like, uh, what do you call him? It's not here now. You know, but I remember when he came in, I was in the office one day. He was passing by. Even Desmond, you know Desmond as well. Yeah. I was in the office and I just walked, knocked on the door. I said, what is that? I said, I was passing by. And somebody spoke to me. Go up there. My son is there. Go tell him what you want. That's how Desmond walked into the office and met with me. And when he was going back, and the second day, he followed the wife. The wife was coming and he asked the wife, where are you going to? They were staying in the second plan. And he said, I'm going to that church. He said, that's your church, yes. The Lord asked me to go to that church. Maybe because of you that the Lord asked me to come to that church. And that is how they got married. The second boy was, uh, was his name? From Iyede. He was passing by. Again, just passing the road. And the Lord said, go upstairs. My son is there. Go talk to him, whatever you want. This young man climbed up the staircase, came to me and I said, what do you want? He said, I don't know. But the Lord just asked me to come. That my son is up there as you come. And he came. I prayed with him. He stepped down. When he was going down, he saw the girl, Eunice. And then they came back together. And that's how they got married. Their full step were directed. It's just that people don't understand where God wants them to be. Part time and per season. It was not witnessing. Nobody went to talk to them. But he just walked in as the Lord directed them. This door is open again this year. And men shall be directed here. Hallelujah. A few years ago, I don't know if you remember the story. A mad woman came, sat down here. I was in the office. The mad woman sat down here. Actually, I came down and I saw people gathered here. About three men and two, two women were standing here. And the woman was right here on this altar. And I said, what is going on here? And it was this, uh, we don't know what's happening. We just came from a worry to town uh, about a week now. But my wife became mad and we'll be looking for her. And somebody told us that we are visitors in this town. Somebody told us they saw her coming into this church. I said, that's true, say yes. I looked at the woman. She was sitting down here. I said, so what else I'll do? I said, we started looking for her. They told us she's here. That's why we followed her. Her sea pass was by the gate there. Nobody was around. I was alone. And then I came down here. I looked at her. I called her name. They got me down. I called the name. I've forgotten the name now. She looked at me. 
And then she started moving away. I said, don't move. Stay there. She stood. I mean, I said, sit down. So she sat down. Then I asked them, did she give me water? They gave me water. I just blessed the water and I gave it to her. First time she resisted. After that, she took it. She drank the water. And then I said, you can go home. And the people were looking at me. And then she stepped down. And he told the man, let's go. And the man was trying to say, don't hold me. I came by myself. My sipa is by the gate. Our house on the other side. That's how they walked out of this place. Completely healed. I didn't pray. I did nothing. That same God who opened the door for her to come in here, it will open these doors again this year. Amen. Expect some miracle. Amen. Expect unusual miracles. Praise the living God. I believe in what God is saying. And I'm going to start by what God is saying. This stand, it found your foundation for your prayer for this year. Everything God is telling us now, you can pray it into existence as you position yourself for what God wants to do. Praise the living God. So my door is open, your door is open, the church door is open. Men are going to walk into it. Hallelujah. Amen. And when you look at the next verse, it talks about men are going to come so that will glorify the house of his glory and we accept their sacrifices. What he's saying is that exactly what I've got described. It's not about waiting for the priests. What he's saying is men are going to bring resources and God is going to accept their resources. Not the one you catch. We're not going to catch anybody to bless us. We're not going to call you anybody to be a blessing to this house. Money will come to your hand. You will do what you want to do without anybody forcing you to do it. Praise the living God. Are we still here? Again, as I try to package up this, what then is the purpose of these words? We're going to look at that. Because money is coming. I'm, I'm saying money is coming to you. Oh glory Isaiah 60 verse 7 What is this money is to be used for You can read any simpler translation Isaiah 60 verse number 7 Praise God What translation Take any other simpler translation if you want Glory to God And all the flocks of Kedah Shall be gathered to you as the eastern pastoral tribes join the trading tribes, the rams on the belt shall minister to you. Can I hear any men again? They shall come up with acceptance on my altar. And my glorious house, I will do what? I will glorify. They will bring resources. And God said, I'm going to accept whatever thing they are bringing. To do what? To glorify the house of my glory. So what the Lord is telling us here is this. His heart is going to be glorified and he's going to take money to glorify his house. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I'm going to glorify my house and I'm going to allow money to do it. The glory that God has for you this year is financial glory and it's meant for his house. 
So two responsibilities God is giving to you from this prophecy. You're going to be a soul winner and you're going to use your money to glorify God. The more you try to use your money to glorify God, the more money will come into your hand. Hallelujah. So I will glorify my house, which is the house of my glory. Praise the living God. Amen. Look at Isaiah 60. Look at verse 13 again. Verse 13. The glory of Lebanon shall come to you. The cypress, the plain, and the palm trees together to beautify the place of my sanctuary. Hallelujah. And I will make the place of my what? My feet glorious. Everything that is coming is meant to do what? To glorify the house of his glory. The temptation is this. When money begins to come, will you still remember the purpose of the money? Hallelujah. I am saying God is going to shock some of you. But will you be able to remember the purpose why he wants to shock you? Your joy, no man will be able to take from you. Hallelujah. For God is going to shock some of us. He's going to embarrass some of us. He's prepared for it. Why? He wants to glorify the house of his glory. Praise the living God. Are we still here? Look at verse number 8. And he said, Who are those who fly like a cloud? And like doves to their windows. You know what he's saying? Wealth is coming in haste. And men are dispatching in a hurry. No holding back. It's going to be with speed. It's going to be with alacrity. It's coming in such a way that it's not something... I mean, you just be ready for it. Praise the living God. There's going to be a shock for so many of you. Are you there with me? Who are these people? They are coming like birds. They are coming like doves. They are flying through the window. In other words, they have speed. Amen? The word shall be brought in with haste to do what? To honor the Lord. Who will manifest what? His glory. To KDCC, to you as members, is coming in haste. That's what he's saying. It's coming in a hurry. Are you there with me? All of those, in Lebanon, every one of them, what he's saying as previous to what, verse 6, verse 7. Now, this summarizing it, all these people that are supposed to be ministering to you, then about the Lebanon people, they are going to be coming with speed. That's what he said. We are these people coming like clouds, like doves. Praise the living God. Look at verse 21. Thy people also shall be uncompromisingly and consistently righteous. They shall possess the land forever. Hallelujah. The branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. God said you are going to be consistently what? Righteous. 
He's going to do it. He's going to cause you to come to the place of abundance. And he said, you're going to possess the land forever. That means anything God has promised you is all going to be yours. And no man can take it from you. Hallelujah. Whatever the Lord is going to bless you with this year, no power can take it from you. You will possess what belongs to you and no power, no enemy, no wish, no wizard has authority or power to take that possession from you. Hallelujah. They are going to possess it forever. Hallelujah. Go with me to Isaiah 31 verse number 1. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 31 verse number 1. What to those who go down to Egypt for help? Let us say Isaiah 31. One minute. I'm coming. 35, please. I'm sorry. Isaiah 35. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. Can I hear an amen? amen. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. Like the rose and the unto crocus. I want you to understand that. What is saying? All your Poverty condition shall be reversed. The dry land, the wilderness shall blossom again. That means fruitfulness is coming to your life. Abundance is coming to your life. Rejoicing is coming to your life. Happiness is coming to your home. Look at the next verse. Verse 2. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it. The excellence of Mount Camel and the plain of Sharion. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty and the splendor and the excellency of who? Of our God. They shall see it. Men shall see it. People shall witness it. They shall confess it. That God truly have visited these people. It's our year, people. It's our year of glory. It's a glorious year. It's a great year. A year of God's own visitation. For he wants to glorify the house of his glory. Amen? Isaiah 46, verse 13. I'm trying to show you how his house is glorified. How you need to rejoice in this glory of his. Don't forget. No more weeping. No more sorrow. No more pain. He said they shall be singing in the house. They shall be rejoicing. Yes, joy shall fill your home. Rejoicing shall be your portion. You shall be singing. And no man can stop you from singing. It's going to be a spontaneous joy. Why? Because even the glory of Lebanon... Is coming to your home. Hallelujah. 46 verse 13. Isaiah 46 verse 13. Hallelujah. 46. Did I say verse 13? You can find that. Okay. We'll take another scripture. Give me 49 verse, verse 3. Isaiah 49 verse 3. Hallelujah. And the Lord said to me, You are my servant Israel, KDCC. You will strive with God and with men and prevail, in whom I will be 
glorified. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Isaiah 62 verse number 3. Isaiah 62 verse number 3. You shall also be so beautiful and prosperous as to be taught of us a crown of glory and honor in the hand of the Lord. Hallelujah. A royal diadem, exceedingly beautiful in the hand of your God. You shall be prosperous. You shall be beautiful. Men shall see you and say, of a true God have glorified this individual. It's your year of glory. It's your year of glory. It's your year of exaltation. In the name of Jesus Christ. For God shall beautify the house of his glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your gate shall not be shut. Your gate shall not be shut. Wealth is coming to you. Resources is coming to you. Abundance is coming to you. God is leading men to bring to you. Your gate is open. Your doors are open. They shall not be shut. They shall not be shut. They shall not be shut. Your gate cannot be shut anymore. In the name of Jesus. 2023. Your doors are open. Your gates are open. Men are coming in. Resources are coming in. In the name of Jesus. Give a shout unto God. Give a shout unto the Father. A year of glory, a year of resources, a year of abundance. Thank you for listening to Dr. David Ogaga. We know you have been blessed by this station. You can share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information, inquiries, and free downloads, please visit www.davidogaga.org. God bless you.